Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Welcome to the free version of the Michael Savage podcast, and I'm going to keep it free for all of you. But there are many of you who would love to be able to listen to my show without any ads. I love ads, but many of you want to listen to the podcast free of ads. So we created something for you, a solution. We call it the Savage Premium. For less than the price of one flat, tasteless beer at your local bar, you can receive access to all of my podcasts going back years ad-free for just $3.99. That's at $3.99 a month. You'll get not only my ad-free podcast, but you will also occasionally receive access to material that is exclusive for members only, and I'm going to give you the list in a minute of what you've, what you've missed. You're going to get an occasional monologue from me, maybe a reading from one of my novels, sneak peeks of interviews before anyone else hears them, archive pieces dating back to 1994. Many things that come up, you're going to get exclusive access to Michael Savage material. Details can be seen on my website, michaelsavage.com, and if you want to join All you got to do is go to glow.fm and search Savage Premium. That's glow.fm and search Savage Premium. Now, you will always have access to my free weekly podcast. I want to be clear about that. That's my promise to you. But if you want less ads and more Savage, join the Savage Premium Club today and never miss a spoken word of mine. It's glow.fm slash Savage Premium. You can find it on michaelsavage.com. And here's some of the stuff that you have missed so far. Michael Savage reading from his best-selling novel, Countdown to Mecca. My words, my voice. Savage reads from one of his lost journals, Fiji, 1968. Savage's first drive-time show, Hour One. My interview with the Jewish gangster, very popular. I uh, read from my first written published article, Who Was at the Helm? 
from 1965. It's heard nowhere but on my premium site. I read passages from my novel, Abuse of Power. Uh, we replayed Fat Al's Tuna. My Savage Show from 324.94, the earliest show in the archive, 324.94. My interview with Donald Trump from 110.2011. 110.2011, while Mark Levin was mocking him and Sean Hannity was mocking him uh, and the others were mocking him, I was interviewing Trump. Much more. And remember, subscribers also get ad-free podcasts every week. The cost is less than a beer at a bar, and you get a better buzz with, with the Savage Premium. So go to, go to glow.fm slash Savage Premium for full access to ad-free podcasts and exclusive sound you'll not hear anywhere else. Thank you very much. You know, I want to tell you this again. I wrote this years ago. Economies can be rebuilt. Armies can be repopulated. But once a nation's pride is gone, it can almost never be restored. The loss of a nation's honor is something not even centuries can repair. Shall I say that Joe Biden has smashed the economy, demoralized the army, and gutted our pride? Do I need to say to you what is obvious to everyone? Welcome to the Michael Savage Podcast, because the media in this country not only is hiding their heads in the sand, downplaying what is Biden, what Biden and this small cadre of far-left radicals are doing to the nation's honor and integrity, but they're doing it in a way worse than imagined under Barack Obama. The Biden administration is concealing the seriousness of many problems that affect every one of us in our everyday lives, whether it's the perversion that is being mainstreamed in our schools, poisoning our children's minds, being called wholesome, while Christianity and the Bible is being stamped upon, whether it is a foreign war that most Americans did not vote for, whether it is runaway inflation, most of us know about. We know about the enormous dysfunction now being felt in the United States of America. But it's not just in the United States. Because of the incompetent leftists surrounding Biden, even the UN says the world is gridlocked in colossal global dysfunction. We didn't hear such words when Donald Trump was president. Now, hold on now. I know I'm not supposed to mention Donald Trump, but I will. Everything was rolling along smoothly until Trump left office and this crazy fraud entered the White House. This crazy, deranged fraud who was nothing but a front man for the most demonic left-wing group I've ever seen imaginable in this country. Biden will be doing nothing about these issues that I will reveal to you here on this podcast today. In fact, Biden will be actively trying to make these critical, potentially crippling problems even worse. He has no pride in America. He will not restore America to its position as the supreme military and financial power in the world. We are being kept in the dark about what I'm, what I'm going to reveal to you today on this podcast because of the media figures like Jake Tapper, Wolf Blitzer, and the other thieves of our honor. They've been feeding you an endless stream of lies. They are, uh, they are feeding you an endless stream of lies while Pelosi and company are out and out 
out and out robbing the nation of our resources. You talk about oligarchs in Russia, and you believe we don't have any oligarchs here in America? Now, look, you can call it anything you want. You can call the enemies of America communists, Marxists, Leninists, socialists, collectivists, call it whatever you like. But if you don't wake up to the reality of what they're doing to this country, we are facing the takeover of our nation by the very enemy that we've been fighting against for more than a half a century. Did you hear what I just said? They are the enemy within. And I don't think we can survive as a free nation after two more years under this charlatan's rule. So what are we going to do about it today? Well, we're going to talk about how leftist radicals are tyrannizing ordinary Americans and how to fight back. And you can do it one leftist at a time. We're going to go to the news of the day. And the news is not very good. Wherever you turn, the news is terrible. Frankly, it's terrible. And I know most people don't want to hear it. Putin threatens the West with nukes. He says he's not bluffing. He mobilized 300,000 troops. Anti-radiation tablets are being distributed in Poland. Did you hear what I just said? It's getting worse, not better. The Pope is calling it madness, while Biden, the deranged fool, instead of calling for peace talks, is talking about sending tanks to Ukraine. And in New York State, the racist attorney general, Letitia James, has now sued Donald Trump's children for crimes that she says they committed resulting in criminal prosecution by this deranged racist fool, Letitia James. The Fed under Powell raised the interest rates or hiked them them, uh, by 0.75% or three quarters of a percent for the third straight time because the inflation mess is getting worse under Biden. The Fed funds rate could end up as high as 5% says overseer of $1.3 trillion in assets. You know, to me, this is nothing new. We saw the policy announcement by the Federal Reserve, who uh, is an overseer of $1.3 trillion in assets. But the hiking cycle cannot end. We're back to Carter, too. Remember Jimmy Carter? Interest rates are 18%. Do you actually think they're going to stop at 5%? No, I don't think so. No, it will not stop. So the world economy is in free fall. We have Biden's tyranny. We have signs today that you live in a tyranny, which I will give you. I can almost prove it without uh, struggling too much to do so. So let me begin by outlining for you the tyranny that we are living through. We're going to also talk about Alinsky's rules for radicals. You remember him, don't you? The communist scumbag, Saul Alinsky a career leftist political agitator who was the mentor to none other than Barry Obama. He wrote Rules for Radicals, a pragmatic primer for realistic radicals. He dedicated to the devil. The first radical known to man who rebelled against the establishment and did it so effectively that he at least won his own kingdom was Lucifer. Alinsky, you've all heard of him, the ideological father of Barry Obama, the so-called community organizer that we elected president twice. Well, what has he done to this country? He's still doing it to this country. They're flooding America with illegal aliens, most of whom will never, ever be an American. They do not speak English. 
They don't care about our culture. They hate our language. They spit on English. Borders language culture? No, not according to Biden, Alinsky, Obama. We're living under a government headed by and run by vermin who see America as the enemy. You don't believe me? Pay attention. You say, well, you've heard enough? No, you haven't heard enough. You've only heard the beginning. You know, Alinsky said if you lose power, as Democrats did in elections in the past, he said, never compromise. He said, to the organizer, compromise is a key and beautiful word. If you start with nothing, demand 100%, then compromise for 30%, and you're 30% ahead. They know how to do this. The radical Islamists know how to do this. You understand that? Alinsky used personal attacks as another powerful weapon. Did you notice that the tyrant-in-chief attacked 50% of America, calling us extremists? Alinsky taught him very well. Alinsky said, pick the target, freeze it, personalize it, and polarize it. He said that ridicule is man's most potent weapon. The leftist media's vicious attack on the Trump voters, you hear me, is exactly one of the rules for radicals. And he has friends like Wolf Blitzer, Jake Tapper, and the others. They are the enemy within, in my opinion. It was Alinsky who taught his followers to never let a serious crisis go to waste. Remember that phrase? Well, I wrote a book a number of years ago entitled Trickle-Down Tyranny, Crushing Obama's Dream of the Socialist States of America. We had it for a while. Book was published in 2012. 2012. We were winning for a while. Trump almost saved this country. But I'll never forget Schumer's words when Trump was elected. If you go against the intelligence agencies, they have six ways to Sunday to get you. And they're getting him. They will destroy him and his family once and for all. Michael Savage, a host like no other. So I wrote the book, Trickle Down Tyranny. And in it, I wrote a segment called Rules for Beating Radicals. And I gave you advice in it. I'll read you the headlines. I don't want to read you the book. Here they are, rules for beating radicals. Never believe a word that comes out of a Democrat's mouth. Lying is their standard mode of operation, which is 100% true. Never negotiate with a leftist Democrat. There's no such thing as good faith where leftist liberals are concerned. Did you hear what I just said? Never compromise with a Democrat because, as I've explained to you before, for those on the left, any compromise is a victory. For real Americans, ordinary Americans, any compromise with the left is a loss. If you allow even the smallest component of the leftist agenda to be considered legitimate, they will take that as a foothold and run a truck through it. Look what they've done in the schools where they have overtly mentally ill people teaching children. Take a look at michaelsavage.com. You'll see a picture of a man dressed up as a woman with fake breasts that are way out of size, like size 70 with fake nipples and breasts, teaching our children. They're insane. To them, there is no compromise. You give them an inch, they'll take your whole body. 
Another rule for beating radicals, attack Democrats before they attack you. They have no principles except for a lust for power. Think Nancy Pelosi. Obstruct Democrats at every opportunity. If a Democrat calls you an obstructionist, take it as a compliment. Use the left's treatment of racial and ethnic minorities against them. Because the left uses minorities for only one reason, to attack white people to solidify its own power. But at the same time, the left continues to work to make sure that minorities are held down. Let me tell you something right now. The Democratic Party would simply disappear if minorities were to be given their freedom from democratic oppression and encouraged to freely exercise their rights and bring their dreams into realization. They are all capitalists at, at the core. We are in the fight for our lives, for the survival of our nation. And the policies of the left, including those that you know and those that you don't know, who are decimating our country with four million illegal aliens who will never assimilate in this nation, to me is the greatest crime against this nation's future. But let's go into some of the articles I found for today's podcast outside of the news of the day. I mean, I could read you the news all day long. Everyone does that. It's the interpretation that's important and the context that's important. The world is a mess. Biden seems to want full-scale nuclear war with Russia. He is deranged. He has no idea what he's doing because they're liable to nuke one of the European nations. Instead of calling for peace talks, he calls for war talks. Instead of calling for calm, he says, we're going to send tanks to Ukraine. Crime is out of control. Degeneracy is out of control. I saw an article in Newsweek, a leftist publication, by a Pedro Gonzalez, who's a brilliant writer. I never met the man. Entitled, President Biden's Anarcho-Tyranny. I'd like to skim through it with you. He said, the president's son remains unmolested by federal law enforcement, although he was under federal investigation for tax fraud, money laundering, and unregistered lobbying. Not one word out of the racist Letitia James, the New York State Attorney General, about the president's son, Hunter. Mr. Gonzalez says this discrepancy in the application of the law is an example of what political theorist Samuel T. Francis coined anarcho-tyranny in a 1994 column for Chronicles magazine, referring to, quote, essentially a kind of Hegelian synthesis of what appear to be dialectical opposites, the combination of oppressive government power against the innocent and the law-abiding and simultaneously a grotesque paralysis of the ability or the will to use that power to carry out basic public duties such as protection or public safety, unquote. You get what he was saying? They use the government power to scare you while letting the animals run wild in the streets of our cities, mugging, beating, raping, stealing, breaking windows, breaking into cars. Is that not an apt description of what's happening in the U.S. today under Biden, where Biden has a penchant for selectively enforcing law and order, punishing people for the same or similar offenses differently based on their relationship to the powers that be. We know what that means. Americans became very familiar with the concept in its strict sense 
after the death of George Floyd triggered the so-called Black Lives Matter riots. They were the most destructive and costliest violent demonstrations in recent American history. The Guardian newspaper found that the vast majority of citations and charges against George Floyd protesters were ultimately dropped, dismissed, or otherwise not filed. Hmm. FBI Director Chris Ray, another wonderful individual, said that the violent mask-wearing thugs known as Antifa do not constitute a terrorist organization, just a disembodied ideology. Did you know that that's what he said? Mr. Gonzalez says, meanwhile, whistleblowers revealed the FBI's counterterrorism division created a threat tag to monitor investigations into parents who attended school board meetings to oppose vaccine and mask mandates. Mr. Gonzalez says and asks, why? What's happening? This is a crisis that necessitates the regime to assume extraordinary powers in response. This is an illegitimate regime. Mr. Francis is quoted when he says, Francis writes, exploits that problem as an instrument by which it continues to enhance its power, though neither the fake problem it exploits, that is the school board meetings, nor the real problem that exists is affected, meaning the riots by BLM. Official declarations of racism as a public health crisis, a complete lie, like those that followed the corrupt Black Lives Matter riots, gives pretexts for radical redesigns of society that empower the managers who oversee top-down change. Meanwhile, law enforcement has shifted from targeting criminals to targeting innocents, like those of you listening to this podcast. Do you want some more evidence? Crime rates are exploding. Police are retreating from the streets. But Biden's thugs in the IRS says it will hire 87,000 new agents to terrorize you, including special officers who will carry firearms and be willing to use deadly force. Who the hell wrote a thing like this? Like this? How is this possible? How is this even possible? The corruption of our politicians is overwhelming. And by the way, it's not limited to Democrats. Because if it was limited to Democrats, we'd be hearing outrages from Republicans. Instead, we're hearing a vast silence from McConnell and his Republican cronies. There's another great article that you must hear about called 16 Signs That You Live in a Tyranny by John Rowland in Constitution.org. And I'll run through those in a few minutes right here on the Michael Savage Podcast. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. Here are 16 Signs That You Live in a Tyranny by John Rowland. One, control of public information and opinion. It begins with withholding information and leads to putting out false or misleading information. So they're withholding the information about the forming illegal aliens that the Dems are running through America, telling us that they're all coming here to find jobs when almost none of them are working. They're, they're all on welfare or being put up in hotels or on cruise ships. And they're using the Ministry of Propaganda, known as the media, to market this big lie. 
Another sign that you live in a tyranny is vote fraud, which is being used to prevent the election of reformers. Another is the undue official influence on trials and juries. Aha, that's a big one. Non-random selection of jury panels, exclusion of those opposed to the law, exclusion of the jury from hearing argument on the law, exclusion of private prosecutors from access to the grand jury, and prevention of parties and their counsels from making effective arguments or challenging the government. That is going on all too frequently in this country. There are other signs that we are living in a tyranny, pointed out by Mr. Rowland. The usurpation of undelegated powers, such as redistributing your wealth by giving out payments to homeless scum, or giving hotel rooms to illegal aliens who are all strong enough to be working, many of whom are criminals being released from prisons in Venezuela, seeking a government monopoly on the capability and use of armed force. And the first signs are efforts to register or restrict the possession and use of firearms under the guise of protecting the public, which when it actually results in increased crime provides a basis for further disarmament efforts affecting more people and more weapons. Is that ever true or not? Declaring a war on crime that becomes a war on civil liberties. Preparation of military forces for internal policing duties. That's frightening. Infiltration and subversion of citizen groups. That could be forces for reform. That would be anyone who believes in borders language and culture. False prosecutions of their leaders. Suppression of investigators and whistleblowers. Use of the law for, comp for competition suppression. Subversion of internal checks and balances. And that includes the appointment to key positions of people who can be controlled by their sponsors and who are then induced to do illegal things. Now, the worst way in which this occurs is the appointment of judges that will go along with unconstitutional acts by the other branches. That we see all the time. Creation of a class of officials who are above the law. Think about Nancy Pelosi. Insider trading, right? Is she above the law? Well, why has she not been indicted for insider trading? She dismissed any attempts at reforming insider trading. Increased dependency of the people on government. They are literally bringing in millions of people who are on welfare. That's how they dominate people, by bringing them in. And these people will always vote for the demagogue who gives them something. When the people avoid doing things like voting and serving in militias and juries, tyranny is not far behind. Who the hell wants to serve on a jury these days? 14, use of staged events to produce popular support. Those would be acts of fake terrorism blamed on political opponents, followed immediately by well-prepared proposals for increased powers and budgets for suppressive agencies, sometimes called a Reichstag plot. That would be the Reichstag fire that was a, uh, a tactic the Nazis used. They burned the Reichstag and blamed it on the communists. Conversion of rights into privileges. That would be requiring licenses and permits for doing things that the government does not have the delegated power to restrict except by due process, in which the burden of proof is on the petitioner. Conversion of rights into privileges. Do you ever try to add a deck to your house? See how long it takes. And finally, we have 
what he calls political correctness. Many people are susceptible to being recruited to engage in repressive actions against disfavored views or behaviors and led to pave the way for the dominance of a tyrannical government. Is that ever true? All you got to do is call someone a racist today or a sexist or a homophobe, and the next thing you know, they lose their business and their livelihood. That is why most of you are afraid to stand up and speak out, and I don't blame you. You're terrified. So I'm giving you some of the tricks of the opposition. In today's discussion of trickle-down tyranny, we're talking about how leftist radicals are tyrannizing ordinary Americans and how to fight back. I've given you some of the news. We talked about the anarcho-tyranny by Pedro Gonzalez and the 16 signs you live in a tyranny by John Rowland. Trillions in new debt. What's the solution of Biden and his minions of communists? Print more money. Crippling American taxpayers and our children with unlimited debt while corrupt crony supporters continue to loot our economy. Corrupt attorney general. Flooding America with drug thugs, human traffickers, drugs. Hobbling the most powerful military in the world. Transforming us into a second-class nation with communists and Islamists given free reign to expand their power right within this nation. We have to stop the tyranny. Just doing this podcast is very risky. Very risky indeed. I have faced this for many, many years. As you well know on the radio, many, many years. And here we are today facing the same problems, but even worse than they were under Obama, with our border fundamentally having been erased by the most corrupt, incompetent president in American history. This is Michael Savage with some sad news. I'm sorry to have to be negative and sad about it. I mean, I had some good news yesterday, which I told you about, about this podcast, which I should tell you about right now because maybe you missed it. I don't know if you, you saw this or not. I tweeted it yesterday, or let's say when I say yesterday, maybe a couple of days ago for those of you who get the news a day too later. I tweeted the news. It said victory. The Michael Savage podcast is now in the top 0.5% of all podcasts worldwide. The Savage team thanks you, the dedicated Michael Savage audience, for making this happen. And we appreciate your loyalty. But there's much more to it than that. Now, where did I get that data from? I didn't make it up out of thin air. I'm not Joseph Biden. How did I come up with the fact that this podcast is now in the top 0.5% of all podcasts worldwide? I got it from people who know. They would be my advertising agency. You may not know this, but my advertising agency represents over 3,000 shows in the marketplace. I'm one of their top 10 shows. They told me I'm also in the world in the top 0.5%. Do you understand how significant this is? We are making a difference. Every time you listen to this podcast, you make a difference. And this podcast is free, except for those who want to hear it without ads. They pay a premium and they get some other elements as well. But you can help spread the word by sharing this podcast with other people. Just click on it and send it over to someone who doesn't know how to listen to it. I found another fact in talking to the advertising agency that's worth telling you about. Did you know that over 500,000 people listen to my back episodes a week? I was shocked to hear that. 
I have over 440 episodes in the Michael Savage podcast library and about a half, uh, 500,000 people a week. That's a lot of people. It's a half a million people a week. Listen to my older episodes. They go back and they listen to them. and They say, God, this is good. You know why? Because each one is a masterpiece. How much longer I will be able to do this is not in my hands. It's in God's hands. And with your listenership, we shall prevail. Thank you so much for listening to the Michael Savage Podcast. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Today we're also going to listen to something very interesting. It's an episode that I did on March 8th. What will Putin do when his back is to the wall? It's a very interesting podcast that is worth re-listening to in part. Many of you say, well, why do you rerun some of your podcasts? It's like asking Rembrandt why he continues to hold up some of his earlier paintings while he's still producing new masterpieces. Sometimes you need perspective to even understand what the new masterpiece is. You have to look at some of the older masterpieces. So we're going to listen to what will Putin do when his back is to the wall on the Michael Savage podcast. With his back to the wall, what might Putin do next? That's the big question. I have mentioned to you before that you've got to look to the past and what he did in the past. He wiped Grozny off the map in 99 to 2000, killing thousands in the process. He then turned Georgia into a, a hump, a nothing state back in 08, using whatever piece of military hardware he wanted to achieve his goals. He has done this before. He'll do it again. His Air Force will soon head to the skies. Don't believe a word that you're seeing in the media. So Putin needs to show the Russian people that he gained something for such an immense amount of blood and money. He spent a trillion dollars, they say, and that means his Air Force, his Air Force, which has been held in reserves, will soon be seen in the skies. His armies are going to shell Ukraine cities until they're nothing but bombed out husks like Lebanon after the civil war in Lebanon. If you think the images you're seeing now on TV and media are horrific, you are right. But believe me, unless Zelensky seeks exile or sues for peace, you haven't seen anything yet. Look at Grozny. Look at what he did in Georgia. That's what Putin has done before. But if you want to go to more recent history to see what Putin is liable to do, look at what he did in Syria not too long ago. He showed what billions of dollars in oil revenues can produce if you put them into your military, as he has been doing. Now, his Air Force is nowhere as advanced as our Air Force. It is not as precise as ours. But in little over four years, Russia wiped out large pieces of Syria's metropolitan areas. He won Syria's civil war for Assad from the sky. As horrible as it may seem, he is acting like an ancient emperor, a scorched earth policy. Have you seen him turning refugees into weapons in Ukraine? He did that before in Syria, and it's going to get even more ugly. I know you don't want to hear this, but I'm not Fox News. In Syria, he bombed schools, hospitals, wastewater treatment centers, roads, bridges, anything where Putin could make the innocent people suffer. Now, what's the theory in that? It's not going to work because it's turning the world even more so against him. 
The people are showing great resistance. But the people are screaming, and they want this to end. And by doing so, Putin hopes he can force Ukraine to accept peace on his terms only. But as I said to you before, the history of Putin is very ugly. And weaponizing attacks on people comes at a very heavy price. As Putin will apply more and more pressure and turn Ukraine into graveyards, or a graveyard roughly the size of Texas, God forbid that happens, the world will turn on him even more every time he commits another war crime or vacuum bombs another neighborhood. So what is Putin's strategy here, just to kill people? No, he has an end game. He believes he can raise the stakes faster than NATO, Ukraine, can stop him and force a settlement on his terms. But with Zelensky, the madman, who is not Churchill, make no mistake about it. Churchill didn't speak like this. Churchill didn't act like this. Churchill didn't prod Hitler. No, no, this is not a Churchill. This is a nightclub comedian who is starring in his own play. So what's going to happen if he keeps bombing civilians and hospitals and schools? His strategy is going to backfire, and Putin will be in an even worse position, meaning it's going to get even meaner, because once his back is to the wall and his jets are fired upon and shot out of the sky, he will strike back at the West because of his failings in Ukraine. You say, well, what happens then? What happens when a dictator who is armed with nuclear weapons, who has the ability to destroy civilization around the world in 30 minutes, remember what an ICBM is. It's not an actor with a fake pistol on a stage set. He can destroy civilization around the world in 30 minutes. And if he is backed into a corner by the morons in the EU, most of them are radical feminists, by the way. You may not know that. Radical feminists who have gotten where they are by bullying everybody. They think they can bully Putin into submission. When he is backed into a corner and he sees no way out, no, he will not give up. We must all pray to God. We don't have to find out what he might do. Home of Borders, Language, Culture, The Savage Nation. Putin is a dictator. Let me be very clear. I've said it before. I'll say it again. But he's a dangerous man. He has an almost scorched earth policy. And I'll conclude by reminding you that the other side also is led by a nationalist called Zelensky, the one with the undershirt, who every day tries to drag the world into his battle. He has a Masada complex. We all want this war to stop yesterday. The Ukrainian people have suffered far too much. But you don't end the war by escalating the war. You don't kill for peace, as in Vietnam. You don't put in a no-fly zone, which is guaranteed to escalate the war. And so before you jump in on a side, I want you to go away with some thoughts. You have two nationalists. Zelensky is a nationalist. Putin is a nationalist. Ultranationalists, both of them. What's the solution? There is a solution, which is they got to remove Zelensky because he's shown himself to be unreasonable He's not negotiating. He's demanding. You got a huge guy beating the hell out of him in a playground, but he's demanding that the big guy do what he wants. You hear, let's start again. You want to make it simple? It's not simple. A million people more are suffering. A big kid is beating the hell out of another kid, a smaller kid in a schoolyard. 
and the big kid's saying, just give up and I'll stop. The little kid shows spunk. I'll never give up. So naturally, oh, we love him. He's a real hero. That's the comic book. But it's not him who's suffering. It's the women. It's the children. It's the cities that will not be rebuilt in your lifetime. I am trying to tell you that there's peace that we all want here. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I am Jewish in the name of Jesus. In the name of Moses. In the name of Abraham. In the name of Allah. In the name of Buddha, stop the killing. Don't add fuel to the fire, like on Fox News. All of these armchair generals, I actually hate them for what they're doing. They're disgusting. They're calling for war while sitting on their fat asses in their mansions. What's the solution? Big kid's beating up the little kid. Big kid says, just give up and we'll work something out. Little kid says, I'm not giving up. And he appeals to the world every day. Come help me, come help me. Come beat up the big guy. So your instinct is to help the little kid. But it's not a schoolyard. It's called the war of the worlds. So there are two sides to this story. If you don't see the Russian side, which is very hard to see when you see pictures of what's going on in Ukraine, which are horrible, there is a solution, which I'll conclude with. Again, it's one man's opinion. One man's opinion. A man who has lived a certain number of years. I've studied history since I'm 18 years old. I've seen World War I start by accident and turn into World War I where tens of millions died. This will be much worse. You want a nuclear war? Go for a no-fly zone. Have Whoopi Goldberg go fly a plane. Have one of the hags on Fox News go fly a plane against the Russians. Here's a solution. You get the little nationalist to get the hell out of there. You remove the little bastard Zelensky. Get him the hell out of there. The man is trying to, every day, try to drag the world into his war. Do you understand how dangerous Zelensky is right now? I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm telling you the consequences of what would happen if you listen to that influencer who's caught up in his own sitcom. He never had such a starring role. Larry David leading a nation. And Larry David now has the whole world listening to his act. He's got a one-man comedy show. Now he's playing the, the world leader. And he's saying, come fight my battles. The other guy, again, I'll have to repeat it till you hear me. Both are nationalists. One has a scorched earth policy. Zelensky has a Masada complex. You know how many times Zelensky said, I may die? That's a Masada complex. But if you study the Masada, it wasn't just the leader of the revolt in Masada who died. They all committed suicide. Is that what Zelensky wants? Everyone to die for his ego? So the solution, you keep asking, what's the solution? One man's opinion. I'm not running the UN. I have no power. I'm one man alone, suffering in my own way over the horrible pictures coming out of Ukraine of the women and children, the buildings being blown up, the women, the children. I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime. It's my worst nightmare. You get Zelensky the hell out of there. He's a clear and present danger to not only his own people, but to the world's survival and you turn Ukraine into a, a Switzerland. You make it a neutral country. A neutral country that says we will not join NATO, we will not put missiles on our border with Russia, we want independence. That's the end of the story. Now, the warmongers out there say, oh, he wants to rebuild the Soviet Union. He read that in the newspaper a few years ago. Wants to rebuild the Soviet Union, next he's gonna invade Poland and Czechoslovakia. I sincerely doubt it, especially after this. It's been quite a disaster for Putin, by the way, so far, apparent to what I have seen. I have no power. 
I feel for the Ukrainian people right now. They're the suffering ones. Don't you want this to stop? What do you want? What the hell do you idiots want? You want more war? Send them airplanes. Send them missiles. What do you think they're sending the missiles for, the Javelin missiles? Very good. Who do you think makes the Javelin missiles? Did you see their stock went through the ceiling after they tested them on the field and they found out they work real well? They have to make new ones. They really work. What a great military industrial complex. Test them out on a battlefield. And they work. Wow. Who cashed in on that one? Which senator got, got a kickback when they made put in an order for more Javelin missiles? So you got the comedian facing the former KGB colonel. There's no question in my mind how this chess game ends. And it has to stop before it ends. And before the whole world goes up in smoke. Two sides to a story. Michael Savage, a host like no other. I'd like to conclude again by saying we need peace on earth for the sake of Jesus, for Christ's sakes. All you good Christians, all you Jews out there, stop cheering for Zelensky because he's Jewish. Stop being a moron. Stop being a stupid salami eater. Oh, the great Jew he is, you schmuck. You want, you want Masada in, in Ukraine? You know how it ended in Masada? You know, you know your history? Masada ended with them all committing suicide rather than give in to the Romans. That's who this schmuck is. There's more to the story. I, I said certain things that are worth repeating. And it's, there's no jokes in any of this. I got attacked when I said, is Zelensky helping or hurting his people by defiantly challenging Russia from his bunker while Ukrainian cities burn? That was on March 3rd. Trying to drag the whole world into a war, a wise leader knows when he cannot win and sues for peace on the best possible terms. Zelensky, this is not a sitcom. And then I said, even Hirohito surrendered to save Japan from total destruction. I want you to think about that. Japan was a warrior nation. They had never surrendered in the history of their, of their na na national history. Japan never surrenders. Bushido. I've studied war since I'm a child. Bushido, warrior spirit. The Japanese would not surrender. After two atomic bombs, even Hirohito surrendered to save the Japanese people from further annihilation or from total annihilation. Think about that before you shoot your mouth off and think that you're one of the Fox News hosts. I have nothing else to say to you. Peace on earth is what we need. The UN is useless. It's like the League of Nations after World War I. And this doesn't end unless it stops. And the only way it stops is get Zelensky out of there. Get Zelensky out of there. Put in another Ukrainian leader, not a stooge of Putin, a real Ukrainian leader who is not an ultra-nationalist, not a comedian, not an egomaniac, not a narcissist, who thinks about his people. And all of you keyboard warriors who hate Putin and say he's trying to rebuild the Soviet Union, stop listening to Fox News. Just stop it. You are stupid. We need to save Ukraine. The suffering has gone on too long. That's all I wanna say. I'm only one man alone watching this terrible tragedy. It's the worst thing I've seen since the footage of World War II. You don't end it by throwing Coleman lighter fuel on a fire. You don't send Javelin missiles. You don't send jets now. What's next? What's next? 
Ladies and gentlemen of the world, for those of you who are seeing this, please come to your senses. Please come to your senses for the sake of the Ukrainian people, for the sake of the world. Insist that Zelensky be removed by his own people. Give him free passage before they kill him. Then he'll be the martyr that he wants in Masada. He make, they can make bronze statues to him in the parks in Kiev years from now. With, I don't know whether they'll put him in a suit or an undershirt, but it's no joke. Remove him, keep him safe, send him to L.A. You can open a comedy club with uh, Larry David. Not a joke. Put in another Ukrainian. They elect another one to go in who's not as fanatical, ultra-nationalist and fanatical and, and narcissistic as Zelensky, the maniac, and sue for peace while you still can. Sue for peace. Ukraine, we are now Switzerland, leave us alone. We need the world to help us rebuild. We need tens, hundreds of billions of dollars to rebuild this. Make Russia pay for it with oil. I don't know what you have to do. Rebuild Ukraine. We'll not put, um, we'll not join NATO. We'll not put nukes on the border with Russia. That's the end of the story. Let's hope God is listening. I want to close with something personal. I really thought about doing this and not doing this for, for actually for a whole day now. I said, you know, you don't need this stress. Why are you taking this on your shoulders? You have no power at all. I never had any power. I was only a talk show host, an author. What power do we have who talk? No power. We're just idea people. But sometimes you throw an idea out there and falls into a calm pond and the ripples spread throughout the pond. You throw it into a pond and, and you see the ripples spread. Let us pray that the ripples of peace spread from me to you and from you to the world. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and you'll learn something from it. We have about 400 other episodes available for you to listen to absolutely free. You can go back into our vast library of podcasts and listen to any one of them at any time. And remember this, if you want to listen to my podcast ad-free, sign up for the Savage Premium Membership and get access to ad-free podcasts as well as some premium content from our Savage Archives. How do you sign up for those ad-free podcasts? please visit michaelsavage.com for a link. Again, thank you for your listenership. This is Michael Savage.